Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with... It's me, Joe Zimmerman, comedian. Amazing comedian. <laughs> Amazing comedian, yeah. Amazing J- live comedian. <laughs> yeah. JB. Yeah, Brandon Simon. Melissa Kirk. Andy Mayer Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We got it. Second hour. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Right after this. The family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. <clears throat> Slow ride on a Friday? Mm-hmm. Is that the plan? Yes. Oh, he's bobbing his head. <laughs> bobbing you can't his head. He's good to go. Yet. You can't help yeah, it. that's true. Actually, that was the funniest thing Al Franken ever said. What? Uh, he was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And he had just kind of... When did he leave Saturday Night Live? What year was that? This was a long time ago. But he's on... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I should tell you up front. Al Franken and I do not get along at all. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, he's a little bit too much for me. But, uh, you know... But he's, it was very funny. If you're funny, I don't care if I hate your guts. If it's funny, it's funny, right? Yeah. So he's on there, and he goes, you know, Johnny, a lot of – you're probably used to this because you live out here, but I was living in New York doing Saturday Night Live for a long time. And so I came out, and uh, I heard all this. You know, you hear this person bought the 
bought the home that used to belong to Douglas Fairbanks, and then this other person, you know, bought the the house that you know belonged to this person. That all these big stars, and you, oh yes, I know, own the, own the house that John Wayne used to own. Well, Johnny, I finally bought a house. I finally made a breakthrough. I found the perfect house for me. I bought the house formerly owned by the drummer from Foghat. <laughs> now that's pretty funny. Yeah. You got to give him credit for that. that is, that's big of you to give him credit. <laughs> you know, I've never liked you. <laughs> it was big of me to give. You know, I, look, there are plenty of people that I don't care for but that I think are funny. You know, just how it is. I don't like a lot of people, <laughs> but I've always gotten along with you, so that's good. Thank you. I feel the same way. No, I don't think it's thank you. It's, you've earned. It's something you've earned. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is kind of weird, though. I will tell you this honestly. By the way, Acme tonight, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I don't make that sure. Uh, Eight and ten thirty. Oh yes, both nights. Um, Comedy's changed a lot in just the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, there are things that you can't joke about. You know, I spoke about it briefly, but there are some comedians now that are just not pleasant. I don't know what what happened there. It was it always been that way. Oh, I thought you were going to say how comedy, it's all about content now. Comedians have to put out tweets and Instagram videos, That's Snapchat, it. Uh, yep. Instagram stories. Um, <laughs> constantly, We're constantly filming every show so we can post a clip. It's it's just the last two years, even just the last six months, it's all about video clips now. It's like if you oh, drop yeah. out of the public eye for more than 15 minutes, you don't exist anymore. Yeah, and the people that are becoming huge are the ones that are really good at YouTube. Yep. It's like, it's like YouTube is first and then the live show is second. How about funny? That would be good, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're on YouTube a lot. Well, it's good. Be funny. Do More you think, marketing than funny. Yeah, exactly. We were just talking about the fact. Uh, do you think that a uh, uh, Rickles or Dangerfield could even make it now? Oh, well, I mean, they're so funny. They are very funny. They're so funny that I, yeah, they would be, they would be amazing to see live. But I imagine, you know, the, the 18-year-old to 29-year-old demographic would be like, you know, come on, this is, this is, this is not, for, this has been done. <laughs> even if it was fresh, even if it was yeah, fresh, you'd be like, yeah. come on with these simple joke, these, <laughs> these classic standard it's joke not structures. Ironic enough. It's not ironic enough. We've, we've heard this format set up punchline. We were over this when we were nine years old watching <laughs> the Big Bang Theory or whatever. You need to develop this for the stage. That's funny. <laughs> it is, because it's how it is, actually. You know, you just pointed something out, and I didn't even realize this. Uh, you know, when I identify him, but, but a, a guy came to me and asked me if I would uh, do a personal endorsement on his business. So I meet people, because I don't endorse just anybody, you know, in case the guy's a psychopath or something. But it's funny. He's a young guy. I don't know how old he is, but he's, you know, probably in that demo you're talking about, 18 to 34, something like that. Yeah. And every time I run into him now, every time he's done very well, he's a nice guy, but every time I run into him now, he has a camera crew with him. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like what the hell was that? And he's probably he's probably doing great. I think he probably <laughs> is doing great, but you know, honest to God, if you let's say I mean this is not what he does, but let's say he runs the ice cream truck, right? Yeah. Uh, you really need to be on YouTube to sell ice right. cream. You never know what's going to go viral. It's I like guess the, you're right. The Truman Show. There's now mm-hmm. there's a million people living the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. 
and they well, all have no 5,000 followers. There's no easier way to make money than have a video go viral, too. And right. that's what everyone's hoping for. Because like, all of a sudden, you got $50,000 yeah. for doing basically no effort for no reason. This tw- uh, I was hanging out with a 12-year-old and his dad, don't worry. And, uh, <laughs> that's real and his dad and the judge. And, and the, tw- the judge was there. And the, the 12-year-old boy, he was like, oh, you've seen what's on you? The, the thing that's, that's swept the school lately on YouTube is... Um, this guy who chugs things and he goes, you got to see this video. And it's just a guy showing up to a fast food restaurant going, yo, okay. It's the new slushy. I'm getting the extra large. I'm going to chug it. You can see me Saturday, 3 PM. I'll be in Florida. And and he's got, he's got a special trademark giant straw. It's like a giant straw. And then he just, after four minutes of setup, he chugs, (laughs) A gigantic slushy, and then you see him like, ah, oh, my brain, oh, my brain freeze, oh yeah, <laughs> brain freeze, and you just kind of enjoy him getting a brain freeze. <laughs> and the pain involves the funny part, and that has millions and millions of views, and it, and he's taking himself so seriously that that I think he's getting the views for the wrong reasons, but but he's a huge deal on YouTube now. He really is. Just taking chugging so seriously. Yeah. God, I should have been there. I could chug anything. It's, I literally can chug anything. The, the, there you go. But the things I that go viral, the things that go viral, no one could ever guess. No one would have guessed unboxing videos would have been the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. What videos? Unboxing. Unboxing. Yeah. What's unboxing? It's um, the biggest thing on YouTube is you see somebody's hands unwrapping a box and then and then displaying what was inside the box it's like this is the new iphone x i'm going to take it out of the box or you just watch him take it out of the box what i gotta go home and lock this (laughs) well so kids are just addicted to unboxing videos they'll just watch one after another after another and they have millions and millions of views i think it's like a soothing kind of thing for children somehow why well they call it (laughs) i don't know it's so satisfying like um, some people like these uh, videos where it makes certain noises and stuff like that. Like ASM- noises, ASMR. Well, ASMR, ASMR, but even just ones that are just like people like some people like the sound of they find Ooh, it satisfying. Oh yeah, right there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> right Not funny, there. just satisfying. So oh, satisfying. That, Relaxing. I could, I could do a YouTube video and just do this in a microphone, and I'd oh, probably get yeah. a million hits on it. What if I just knock your ass out? That'd be <laughs> I know, it's, mm. it's crazy. I, Honest to God, people love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it's hard to explain, but but it really is. But there's a thing called there's a there's a phenomenon called ASMR where a certain sound, like what you just did, yeah. will make people's hair tingle, head tingle, mm-hmm. and and people are addicted to. Some people are addicted <laughs> to ASMR. Yes, and you always have a woman. <laughs> You're really good at it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I should do it. <laughs> so if you do that, do that shaking thing with a whisper, a pleasant whisper, yes. and see if his hair tingles. I'm gonna take this bottle of medicine and roll it so you can hear it. It's so creepy as hell. Yeah, I've listened to like a total of ten seconds of it, and it creeps me out. So I know. Much. Really you could probably creepy. find one, but that's what they do, and they, it's just, and they'll have like multiple microphones set up, so like certain sounds are catching on different mm-hmm. angles. People, they find it, it, they actually, they've had studies to show that it's reduced anxiety in people. You know and what you should do? Talk to <laughs> Don't Lewis, ask me. Talk to Lewis and have like Monday night specials where people come in and whisper and t- spin stuff. Oh, we should do a comedy it's show probably like pack that. probably packed the place. We, yeah. Well, well, yeah, the, the, the top ASMR person could come in 
sell out 25 shows <laughs> <laughs> and just whisper into the microphone. Hey, that's really wonderful. Thank you guys for coming out. See, I didn't like people whispering because whenever, when I grew up, people whispering at you was not a well, good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you better settle down, kid, or I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard when I was a kid. You're like, why is my head tingling? <laughs> I have a feeling in 30 years, people are going to look back at that like we currently look back at things like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory like boat scene. Yeah. You know What's what I'm the boat about? No, I don't. Where they're going through the tunnel, and it's literally just a bunch of swirling colors and lights. Oh, and yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. And he becomes manic. He's reciting slam poetry. Because <laughs> back then, that was, like, cool and new, and everyone was like, oh, I didn't know you could, you know, say yeah. dumb crap on the TV. I just <laughs> thought of something, though, Andy, that, that's a possibility, because when I get extremely pissed off out in public when I'm with my wife, and somebody does something really out of line, I get pissed off, she starts petting me. Wow. She does. She pets me. She goes, don't worry about it. And she pets me. And nice. I, I start purring. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she actually does do that, though. And it does calm me down. Oh, nice. I'd rather just go off the deep end. There's no fun of any kind anymore. Now you get sued and all kinds of stuff. It's just terrible. What's, do you have a trick for calming her down? Um, I stopped drinking. <laughs> I think that's, that's, a, that's a good trick. Yeah, that was a good trick. She's been calm for seven years now, that's and amazing. I, you know, it's all worked out. Yeah, again. you both know. You both know how each other works. <laughs> that's exactly right. She's a very patient woman. Being married to me, we've been married now thirty-five years. We've been together thirty-eight years, but it's very calm. It's very. She she really is. There's no question about this. She's. A strong person. Yeah. So that's good. That's nice. Like, everybody thinks for some reason that I would marry a woman that I could just run right over, but I'd have no interest in that. You mm-hmm. know, some guys just like to push their wives around. Mm-hmm. I don't care for that. Yeah. But I was raised by women, though, so that might be yeah, why. Yeah, I'd like to be pushed around myself. You know? <laughs> You'd like women pushing you around? Yeah. You should meet Catherine. <laughs> Actually, I think you have met her. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of, she's a strong yeah. woman. She is. If ever, if ever I'm you know, on a date and, and a woman, uh, you know, teases me or zings me or puts me down, I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in love. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Well, I understand what. So what, how, what would they use to put you down, though, or zing you? Because there's not a lot. I mean, you're, you, you present a fine figure. You're mm. a handsome guy. You're funny. You're smart. What can they go after? They can't go after you. Uh, I don't know. I kind of have a you know a professor face. They could make I, fun I of my. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah. They could. Uh, I'm not like a big partier. They could make fun of how lame I am. Um, so you and I got that in common. Yeah, yeah. We're both lame. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really good. We I should don't do. Know. Let's do a. What is it called? ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> and what does that stand for? It's a really complicated. Oh, it is. meridian response. Whoa! Somebody what is into it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy knows like everything about everything. He's, He's just Mr. Google. I am. You are, man. It's unbelievable. He is like a human Google search. That's <laughs> impressive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that really well, anyway. convincing. That's impressive. Well, it'd be really impressive if if we if we if we asked you what ASMR was, and and before we even finished the question, you're, we were like, "Do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be impressive. <laughs> Do you mean? Yeah, just throw it in there. Uh, so how? Okay, so this is how younger people. Now, what would you say the the top ages that that would be? Enjoying these things, the rolling, the young. So yeah. it's at eighteen twenty-five, eighteen thirty-four. Younger, younger, yeah. yeah, younger than that. YouTube's, I think YouTube's getting all the views from the eight, the seven-year-olds yep. to fifteen-year-olds. Totally. I don't know that I'd let a seven-year-old watch. 
YouTube. Well, There's a lot of bad stuff on YouTube. Sure is. But that's like how, you know, when you, you know how you hear all the people when they were kids, oh, we would sneak off and listen to George Carlin's album when we were nine years old. That's what people are doing with YouTube now. Yeah. I made a huge mistake. No, it's, it's when I was a kid, I used to watch computer generated Chinese videos of Elsa peeing in someone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Have you ever, if you ever have a lot of spare time, I didn't understand any of that combination. If you, have, if you ever want to go into that rabbit hole, Google Elsa Gate. It's Elsa Gate. Gross. Yeah. Okay. When I, yeah. When I was growing up, Brandon can't make it. When He's I was growing up, apart. I guess that's what it is. I'm not even kidding. And you were watching that at what age? No, I'm saying that's what. When twenty years, that's what oh. people are going to be oh, saying. I see what you're saying. They do. They do have a thing though for younger <laughs> kids called Kids Tube. It's from YouTube, oh, but they tube? put oh, a, yeah. a there's a filter, yeah. uh, algorithm in it, so none of the stuff that has swear words and cuss words and stuff make it onto that specific. Well, see, because yeah. I heard needed that for a while. People yeah. insert really foul, via, like vicious. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. They'll have like a clip from Peppa Pig or whatever, and then all of a sudden it'll be like an execution video. Exactly. <laughs> well, that happened to my son. He was watching a Peppa Pig. <clears throat> yeah, of course, it's um, always Peppa Pig for some and reason. And all of a sudden, that Momo. Remember that Momo character? Yeah. yeah. The, that yeah. weird chicken-looking face. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, that just like flashed on the screen. Jesus terrified him so now he won't watch Peppa Pig on TV anymore mm-hmm. I'm like honey that was somebody added that in no I'm not watching Peppa yeah, Pig you <laughs> just in case that, is, that was Peppa Pig's uh, competitor posting those videos yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly is there a direct competitor to Peppa Pig that was Porky Pig saying yeah, I used Porky to be Pig. the popular one I used to I think it was Robert Klein that pointed out why is Porky Pig wear a hat and a coat but no, no pants, pants. <laughs> know, right? or it's like when uh, Donald Duck funny. gets out of the shower he has a towel around his Yeah, he does. But normally, he's just wearing a shirt. (laughs) What's he hiding? What are you hiding that you normally display? we got to take a break. Be right back. Just a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 
554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Excellent. I'd like to point out that uh, Mr. Zimmerman's ruined my life by bringing up somebody named Samantha Sings. Oh, no, that's a different oh, Miranda person. Sings. Miranda, Miranda Sings. Sings. She's, she's, I was trying to give an example of somebody, a com- somebody that's big with comedian with the youth, and she's doing... Um, She's doing large theater venues now, and I've heard that um, it's like a rock show where uh, 12-year-olds will come out also wearing the, the outfit, the oh, lipstick, God, and they'll scream, <laughs> and they'll scream like it's a, you know, it's like a, like a boy band, but it's Miranda Sings. Yeah, we- At like 3,000-seat auditoriums. Yeah, and I'm friends with her. Her agent, and her agent said when she did Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, Seinfeld texted her the next day that that was the most views in 24 hours yep. he'd ever got. Oh, yeah, I don't thought that on at Comedians in Cars really? Getting Coffee. Because that's how good she is in the YouTube space. Wow. <laughs> but isn't that destroying the youth of America? But I, I suppose all, all uh, generations think you're destroying the youth of America. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, when I was a kid, what, people were, kids were sneaking off and watching. Simpsons, Beavis and Butthead, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. And people were like, "Oh yeah, people, the adults at the time when Beavis and Butthead came out." Yeah, because I mean, Miranda sings is basically like the female Beavis and Butthead in a way. <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> she pretends to be really stupid, and people find that entertaining. Yeah, and people at the time didn't get it, and eventually they got it. Kids are ki- kids are really good at watching content that they're not allowed to watch. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yep. you, know, you brought this up earlier, uh, going and listen, sneaking off and listening to albums. Uh, I made a huge mistake. What year did uh, That Big N is Crazy, Richard Pryor's album? I can't, it pisses me off, JB. I can't say the name of my favorite comedian's albums. There's a reason for that. <laughs> that, that Big N is Crazy, Bicentennial Big N, and there's Super Big N. But I can't say the name of any of them. He changed comedy forever. Uh, 1974. Okay, so I was 22 years old, 21 uh, years old. His 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 albums are, are, are and Steve Martin's, in my opinion, are the mm-hmm. two that stand that that stand the test of time the best. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're probably right. But don't do this if you're like still, you know, living with your mother at 20, 21 years old or whatever. <laughs> and I brought the album home and started listening to it. Yeah. And she literally goes, what the hell? Because <laughs> he's dropping the F-bomb about every other word. And he's dropping the N-bomb. When he's not saying the F-word, he's saying the N-word. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I, like, yeah, sorry, I know exactly how she feels because uh, my kids will be watching YouTube and they're watching a video of somebody oh, playing a video game. All of a sudden, it's F this, screw that, you know, and I'm oh, like, wow. hey. Watching Twitch. It's like, sorry, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Another thing that kids do these oh, days they is watch TikTok. People, they watch people play video games. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard about TikTok. I don't want to know anything else about it. <laughs> it's basically short little video clips to make that go viral, and, you know, people are It's just Vine, but again. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a Vine. Yeah. What's Vine. It's, it's like a 30-second video. It's the old TikTok. It went out of business. Don't worry about it. it, it. They, they deleted Vine. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It was huge, and then all of a sudden it just died, that. and now the same thing is back, and it's huge again. Here, I'll show you what TikTok. I have it I on my phone. I'm Vine was six-second videos that would just repeat <laughs> six-second yeah. max. <laughs> it was like Twitter for video, I guess. The idea was basically to 
fit content into six seconds. It's weird was, that they deleted the whole thing, though. Like, it's very weird. Millions TikTok. of subscribers. Mm. That's just a dog. It's a dog barking. But they just have like little videos of people yeah, doing t- weird TikTok stuff. is like people like lip syncing. The- I think oh TikTok is big internationally more yeah. than it's big here yet. Uh, this is a I video people watch. Some old guy doing what he's trying to do the floss but he can't do it well, you can add your own music <laughs> flossing or whatever you can I, add music yeah add you filters can. and do like video editing i think if you go to india or china they're like yeah. all about tiktok <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah in india and china yeah i can't remember but i think it was frank caliendo that was watching vine once and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you he, he, he speaks to you in a Madden voice about the six <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, that was, I can't do it, sorry. Uh, but in any uh, case, yeah. Yeah, I, I kinda, I'm kind of glad my kids are 32 and 30 now, so I don't have to live through this. JB yeah. is unplugged. Yep. 32, 30, though. <laughs> would you fall, did you fall asleep again? No. I yes, backed, you did. I did not. I fall asleep up. every Friday. I backed up and they say I almost did it again. You almost did it again. See, that's why we got rid of those things. Put a little slack in Yeah, for real. Put a little slack in that cord, man. That'll work. 32 and 30, though, that's technically right in the millennial zone. So that means what? It is, yeah. Want, want uh, less hours, more benefits? Did you hear? We reported on this in the first hour. Sounds like someone we know. <laughs> there are a bunch of people that are complaining and protesting that they need a living wage. And it's all of them. They're all very, very upset who work for this person. And they want a living wage, and they're mad that they're not getting a living wage. You know who the employer is? Oh, ooh, ooh, Amazon? Uh, no, that was uh, my first guess. That was his no. guess. Amazon. More ironic. This is very <laughs> ironic when you... How, this is how the human brain actually works. Oh, is it you, the government? When you, <laughs> yes, it's Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sanders. All he's been talking about is a living wage yeah. for five years, but he doesn't pay one. Well, he wants us to pay a living wage, who, not him to pay. Who are his? Wage. Who are who are the employees? Does uh, he have employees? On the, on the, yeah, on the campaign. Trail. On the campaign. Yeah, they got stuff. tons of employees on those campaign oh, deals. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna go out there and say uh, you need to pay a living wage, wouldn't you be an example of how to do that? Yeah, would I would think that'd be the way it would work for me. But but aren't, but aren't they com- complaining, burying his campaign? Uh, yeah, he's done pretty much now. Yeah, after I mean, that came out, he's history. And all these people. Is there one person out of, what is it now, 45 people running for president, including our current president, that you'd vote for? I'm not going to start paying attention until... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait another six months to start paying attention. <laughs> I feel like right now they, they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall waiting to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they've come up with all these new rules and whatnot. You have to have so much money donated by a certain time and oh, you have do? a certain percentage of um, followers or whatever. If not, then you're out. Oh, I have a I have a theory. I have a theory Ooh, about all like these your, candidates your, you have good that I haven't heard anybody else say. So you know, it's either really dumb or really smart. <laughs> um, Works for me. My theory is that the the uh, the Democrats were like, we don't want Trump to get a head start on nicknaming somebody and and running them into the ground. <laughs> so we're going to throw a ton of candidates. So he's not sure. Who to brand as you know the dumb guy or the no, Pocahontas? Yeah, again, there you go. Pocahontas. So that way he's like that way he can't like he can't 
he can't zing everybody, so he has to wait to see. Yeah, that's true. He has to wait to see who rises to the top. Doesn't he have anybody in his family to go up and say, Dad, I love you, but don't call people Pocahontas. How about that? Don't do that. I think they're too busy being millionaires. To well, they're billionaires. I was going to say that they need him too ba- too much to yeah. bad mouth. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine his response to that is... Uh, you know, it's like, oh, don't you shouldn't say, Dad, you shouldn't say Pocahontas. And he's like, oh, but they love it when I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. He's convinced. The people love it. <laughs> that he's very clever. Headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings. <laughs> That's the whole deal. My new favorite candidate, though, and I don't, look, I, I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't like any of these people, Republican, Democrat, or whatever. I'm not fans of any of them because I feel if you want to be president, you're not my kind of guy. Right. Sure. If you want to be president, you're you're not a woman or man. I'd be interested in knowing, because I've never cared. I went all the way back to George Washington and still didn't find a president I ever liked. We just uh, not how, my guy. How did you figure out their personalities? <laughs> well, just the things that they would say, oh, and yeah. then like, you know. Well, I think the big, the crushing thing for me is my mother was a, a big time Democrat, and she really went nuts because I grew up Roman Catholic. So she went way off the deep end when John F. Kennedy was elected. Oh yeah, yeah. As a Catholic. And then finally, toward the end of her life, I'd say, Mom, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but, uh, you know, the Kennedy brothers killed like three people. Uh, you know, one of them drowned for half an hour while he ran away. And another one, uh, Marilyn Monroe didn't make out too well by Boffin, oh, two yeah. of them. And I mean, you get on the whole list, like, doesn't that bother you? Oh, I'll tell you what, I like, I learned his whole life, Abraham Lincoln was depressed yeah. and went off into yeah. the woods crying and was just reading sad poetry and that made me like Abe Lincoln he was just so sad his whole life so depressed his whole life and apparently he said to himself well I can either you know he basically was suicidal he was basically I can kill myself or I can just try to make the world a better place and uh, so I like I like him because he was so sad. So you like him because he chose to make the world a better place, and he was killed for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was the fun thing. Jesus. I read about I read about depression that um, people who who are depressed actually have a more accurate view of the future. Oh, I think so. Yeah. So Sounds maybe Lincoln right. saw what was coming. <laughs> I think you might be right about that. Yeah. I just, uh, my favorite new one, though, is, and I don't know much about the guy except this Tom Steyer. I don't you know who he is? I don't He's a billionaire. Know he just started running for president because apparently when Swalwell dropped out, he saw an opening. So then he said he was going to run. Tom Steyer. Billionaire. Tom Steyer. He's a billionaire. And he's running pretty much on the, you know, the, the, the we need a greener world. We live in a, we need a much healthier world, a greener world. You know how he made billions of dollars? Oil. Oil. Selling coal. Oh, no. <laughs> you can look it up. He well, they didn't burn the coal. He just, they yeah, just, that's right. He didn't they burn sold the it coal. and then they put it in boxes and kept it in well, the I didn't attics. know you were going to burn it when I sold it to you. <laughs> maybe he's trying to, so, so now he's, maybe he's trying to make up for it's guilt. Make yeah. up for his guilt. That's what it always is. He's doing it? the Lance Armstrong. Um, have a, have yeah. a, good, a good charity after <laughs> cheating for seven years. I still love that so much that he cheated. And the one guy, and I can't remember who it was, called him a one-nut bastard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think it's, it kind of describes him, though, doesn't it? Yeah. He's only got one testicle. 
You think that helped him in bike riding long ways? Because, you know, if you shift one way, then it's just going to hang over. <laughs> but and if you got two, one of them is going to get squashed. But you'd think that, yeah, you would think that the the one ball would hurt. Uh, hurt. You would think. But there was something about after you get cancer and get those treatments, something about how your it actually expands your lung capacity, something bizarre. Does, like really? Something bizarre like that, that it actually oh, did that. give him an advantage. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Not plus the Every plus time the you're steroids. in town, I learned. <laughs> yeah, the steroids. The steroids probably didn't hurt him too But much. apparently something about the treatment, whether it was chemo, I don't know. I mean, we need to ask Google. But, uh, you mean some, Andy? Something about the treatment. <laughs> something about the treatment makes your lung capacity a little bigger. Really? After, I think maybe after chemo, yeah. I will tell you this, though. He did a good job because I used to lift with a lot of professional wrestlers. Oh, nice. And when they started doing steroids, you really could tell they were doing steroids. Like, God. They yeah. literally looked mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like Lou Ferrigno. Ferrigno yeah. got that big because he did steroids. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, but these guys got to the point, and this is the part I didn't care for. We would lift weights, and then they'd go in the locker room, and, you know, they'd, they'd wait till they got home to, to, to shower, but they would change shirts. Their entire backs were covered with pimples. Oh, no. Yeah. And why would that happen, Andy? Why'd hormonal they imbalances. Hormonal, yeah. hormonal imbalances. I'm talking about... Oh, yeah. They That's look a very like common back side effect. Knee. Yep. It's called I mean, pimples. <laughs> it was called It can't be worth it. It can never have been worth it for the steroids. You know? I wouldn't think so. No. To deal with all that. No, I think you're absolutely right. Well, and plus the fact you'd get to a point where we'd meet at a place called, the, it was called The Gym, right? That's where all the wrestlers and all the mm-hmm. power lifters, they all went there. But you would walk in. I walked in one day and this guy comes in and goes, Tom, Tom, I'm so excited to tell you. Joe was one of the road warriors, the Legion of Doom, big, uh, you know, wrestlers. I mean, Joe was massive. And so was Mike, his, his partner. But this guy comes up to me and goes, Tom, I'm really excited, man. I'm, s- I'm so excited. I say, why? What's up? He goes, I benched 300 pounds today. I said, oh, man, that's great. That's wonderful. You know, that'll be terrific. <laughs> and so I'm standing there. He goes, I can't wait to tell Joe. And I'm like, you know, I don't know about telling Joe. Uh, you can if you want, but I don't, I don't know if I would. He goes, why? And I said, well, I, I don't want to say, but I, so we're standing there, and Joe walks in. And he walked like this. He, went, like he had to walk side to side because yeah. he was so big. And he had a voice like this, too. He had the wrestler voice and all deal. And the guy goes, Joe, Joe, I'm so excited to tell you this. He goes, what? I goes, I benched 300 pounds today. And he said, what a fucking waste of time. <laughs> 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 the guy was just crushed. Yeah. Like, what did you think he was going to say? Bragging hey, to the biggest guy. Yeah, exactly. Bragging to the biggest guy is not a good idea, though. But there, it's uh, interesting. I love hearing Andre the Giant stories. Did you ever oh, cross God, paths yes. with oh, him? Yeah. You did? He was... I mean, that door probably wouldn't work for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Jesus, he was I, big. Nor with... Nicest guy in the yeah. world. But I met him just after he... he uh, the Ganya family is a big wrestling family here. Mm-hmm. Vern Ganya started the AWA, the American Wrestling Association or whatever. But he would hang out with those guys, and they'd come back and tell me. They'd say, Tommy, uh, we were on the road with Andre the Giant, and, and we were all getting, like, really hammered. 
And we realized that Andre the Giant had had 156 beers. Yes. Oh, so you know this story. I've heard about his beer drinking. 156 prowess. beers. And then he went to the bar and got four bottles of wine to take up to the room. <laughs> like, yeah. What? It's amazing. There, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a story about him in a book somewhere about how uh, Andre the Giant always would pick up the tab for everyone. And, oh, really? And Arnold really wanted to buy, so he snuck off into the kitchen. They were good friends. He snuck off into mm -hmm. the kitchen. To, it was like, I'm going to get the check. And uh, he felt himself lifted up off of his feet <laughs> in not the a, kitchen. Not a small man. And then turned around. <laughs> and Andre the Giant was like, I always get the check. <laughs> why it was so important to him. Because was he a poor kid growing up, maybe? Probably. Probably what it was. He was poor as a kid. So we'll take a quick break, come back more with the family. <laughs> What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Hi, it's Tom. After achieving my goal of losing 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the amazing staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I'd like to encourage you to let Nutramost help you shed those unwanted pounds, too. Besides eating fresh foods, another one of the reasons that the Nutramost weight loss plan works so well is the one-on-one -on -one coaching that you receive. We all know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So, how long have you been trying to lose weight on your own without the help of a coach? When you have someone keeping you accountable, it makes achieving your goal so much easier. Make a commitment to your health and let Nutramost help you with your weight loss journey. I encourage you to schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 24th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Call now, 763-333-7337. I've always liked this song, and I don't know why. Billy Joel. How can you not like Billy Joel? Because he's trying to sound like the, the Four Seasons, and I can't get my voice anywhere near that high. Yeah. Cherry. I can't do it. I just remember the music video is so iconic with Christy Brinkley. Oh, God. Somebody asked Billy Joel a question about, what's your most requested song? And he said, what the hell do you think it is? <laughs> Piano Man. <I> <laughs> what else would it be, right? I mean, that was the one that... Blew him right through the roof. I just thought Christy, when I was a kid, I just thought Christy Brinkley in that video was like a living Barbie doll. Well, she was. Yeah. 
She still yeah, doesn't she look any looked. different. <laughs> Billy should have stayed off. It's talking about 156 beers. I mean, <laughs> Billy Joel right there, man, back in the old days. Yeah. That boy could drink, man. Tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30 at Acme. Those in town. We're having fun. Talking. We're talking. I'm learning so much today. Yeah, that's not about things I want to know, but <laughs> sure. That's what, what is it called? SMR again? What is it? ASMR. ASMR. What else we got? ASMR. TikTok. Snap. Vine. Yeah. Vine. I mean, the crazy thing about Vine is that it's old. It's old fashioned. It is. It is absolutely. It's old fashioned now. Do you? I mean, you don't really do that much political stuff. I mean, not like over the top political stuff, do you? I don't do, yeah, I don't do any political stuff on stage um, right. or or even really on social media. I, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know what it is about politics. I, I just, you know, if you, if for me, politics is people, people saying things and you're like, okay, are they're just, they're just trying to appeal to that certain demographics. Yeah. I don't know what's true and what's trying to hit demographics. Yeah, I don't think any of it's true. Do you yeah. think any of it is true? It doesn't feel like it. It really doesn't to me. It like, feels like they take a poll. They take a poll yeah. on, and then they're like, okay, let me change my view to fit that poll. Well, that's exactly what's happening right now. Is yeah. it? I mean, you would have people go, yeah, I know last week I said I was for that, but I am now against it because I learned. Like, yeah. What? It was like Joe Biden not yeah, apologizing I, to Kamala Harris. And then a week later, he's like, well, the poll said I should apologize. So <laughs> I just want to apologize to Kamala. I shouldn't have been driving that bus. What that. Did, what did, why did he piss her off again? I remember he did, but I don't remember it why. It was crazy. It was like he, he's been around so long. The longer you're around, the more problems you can bring up about you. Yeah, he, that's he, true. Some 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 district busing thing that was racial in the seventies right, that he voted in favor of in nineteen seventy four, and she was like, "Well, that was my area, and I rode that bus or whatever it was." And Joe Biden was like, "I will not apologize. I drove the bus. I for the bus." And then a week later, he was like, "I want to apologize about the bus." <laughs> and, and people don't notice that. You think people just don't pay attention? I feel like we people notice, but um. People also uh, the people people don't seem people just seem to vote for who they like because they don't trust anybody you know because everybody's yeah. like well yep. everybody's like well Trump's lying and the people that voted for him are like yeah well, that's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's fine well, everybody's lying <laughs> just a given well you do look at it now I mean it, the world is all lies now it yeah. pretty much everything's a lie yeah. Because you can get away with it I guess I, I uh... so yeah it'd be nice to have it'd be nice to have a a, a truth teller who who's honest but but then oh you look at the results of that remember uh uh mccain went up to michigan when he was running for president and was like i'm just gonna be honest with you guys there's there's no future for car jobs and they were like well we're not voting for you yeah i know why were you honest and he's like dang it <laughs> why would he say he was right yeah, but I mean, he was right. Honesty doesn't get you anywhere. No, it does in not. Poli- in politics, specifically. I, I just, why, isn't that sad? It that is sad. You just lie up a storm. And uh, I was, uh, we are just, uh, Catherine and I just went over on, for our 35th wedding anniversary. We went to, went to Europe and went on a, like a little boat thing down the Rhine River. It was oh, really nice. nice. And I met a guy yeah. from, from, two guys from Mississippi. And we were talking about these, and I can't remember. What was his name? Was it Edwin Ever? Edwin Evers? Cool. Edwin? Oh God! He, the greatest quote in political history in America. I think it was a, God. What was his name? Edmund Edwards, maybe, or 
Edwin Edwards. I think that's what his name was. So <laughs> this is on television. Yeah. A reporter walks up to him. This must have been in the 70s, maybe, something like that. And the reporter walks up to him, and it's all on tape. Um, walks up, and he goes, so, Mr. Edwards, uh, looks like you're going to be doing pretty well in this upcoming election. And he said... I'm doing really, really great. The only thing that could stop me now is I'm found with a dead girl or a live boy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look that up, Andy? I think it was well. Edwin Edwards. And I don't remember what year it was. A dead girl or a live boy. Wow. Really? And then he started laughing. He was like, hey, 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 Edwin hey. Edwards. It was Edwin Edwards. What year was it? Uh, let's see here. I don't old, remember when it was. Old Ed Ed, old Double Ed. <laughs> oh, Double Ed, exactly. Yeah, why would you name your kid Edwin if your last name is Edwards? Your new name's going to be Zim. Mm. That's your first name, forget it. Zim, Zim. Zim, Zim. Well, that's Zim, that one uh, serial killer, Edward Wayne Edwards. Yeah, Edward, that's right. Edward, was it Edward, w, was it Edward Wayne Edwards? Mm-hmm. God. Wow. <laughs> what do you got, Andy? I'm not sure. Apparently, he said it multiple times. Oh, he <laughs> that was a favorite. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> Campaign slogan. Put it up on the put it up on the billboards. Yeah, I wanna. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to see who I like for 2020 until all their catchphrases come out. Yeah, I just absolutely. want a good catchphrase for for my hat and my shirt. Well, I, I'm gonna change the spelling of Switzerland to MAGA because everyone yeah. thinks I'm wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> I I didn't even think of that. You know, when we were over there, I thought, oh, I, I loved Switzerland. It was very, very nice. Everybody's very, very pleasant. I got to just buy a hat to remember Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. Why did I go with red and white? Why? I didn't even think about it. Well, it is there. I mean, it is their colors. I think you did, I think you did the right thing. But again, it says... Oh, here we go. Now you have a fun conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you asshole. It all starts with that. He first said it in 1983. And he oh, did 80, win the election. Oh, it was so. 83. I thought it was like 73. I mean, no, nope. he said that in 1983. Wow. You'd think it was like, well, yeah, he said that probably in what 1902. No, it was 1983. <laughs> uh, you've heard a few things in the past, though. It's just there are different people. I think I don't know what it takes to be a politician, but something happened to your brain or something, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems like people either get into it for for ego and narcissism, or the complete opposite. They get into it because they want to be. They're all about being a public servant. Well, that would be good. There are a few. So, there so there's the ego, and then there's the public servant, which is like polar opposites. Like, a complete waste of time, apparently, because yeah. the egos. Well, in 2011, he said he gives blood so that they can make Viagra. So. Who said that? Edwin Edwards. Oh, my God. So I think he might have had a bit of an ego, yeah. All about the schwanz for him, I guess. Apparently that was it. You know, one thing I really, really enjoyed, because Donald Trump is a billionaire, and uh, there are a few billionaires running on the Democratic side of things, but they had, I believe, 10 people and then 10 people. They had 10 Democrats one night and then 10 Democrats the next night. And they kept talking about how the 1% is screwing you over. The 1% of Americans out there are ruining your life. They need to be taken to task. Every one of them is a millionaire. Yeah. All 20 of them. Well, you're the 1%. <laughs> like, if you're the 1%, why don't you do something about it before now? Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun if uh, if there was a way to e- make, make the people, uh, make it more equal so that you didn't have to be a... 
a billionaire to to run, you know. Yeah, but you can't anymore. You have to be a multimillionaire, or you can't you can't make it. There should be um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? There should be uh, politics insurance. Everybody pays politics insurance, mm-hmm. and right. then everybody can use their insurance to run for candidacy <laughs> on an equal platform. See, it works for me, but I, I do think it's a bad thing. You look back at at some of the people that have become. And was that changed? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, FDR was a multimillionaire when he ran for president, right? He, his yeah. family was very, very wealthy. I don't think Teddy was. I don't know. What was? Well, was actually, FDR... you can look up list of presidents by net worth. So, hey. oh, you can. Ooh. Oh, here we go. Now we're talking. But, Let's but see. I hope it's uh, equal. For, I hope they make it equal for the inflation. Adjusted yes, inflation. Yes, they do. Yes, they do um, the way adjusted good. The most recent president not to have a net worth of at least a million dollars was Harry Truman. Oh. Oh, that's right. He was broke. Yes. Wow. One one broke president. That sounds like a, a sitcom. <laughs> one broke president. There's one bad thing about Harry Truman that nobody. And by the way, they gave him the middle initial because he didn't doesn't have a middle name or he didn't have a right. middle name. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, gave the S doesn't S. stand for anything. Yes, doesn't stand for anything. It was, they just put it in there because he had to have. Oh wow. You know, Harry S. Truman. They thought. Well, why it sounded, would they put an S though? Harry S. Harry S. Harry S. Truman. I always wondered that. Why would they pick S? Is it a joke? Inside joke? Does he know? <laughs> but most people do not know this, and I don't know if they've done a good job covering up for for Harry S. Truman. But he was a member of the KKK. What? And nobody. Well, he knows. was a member of the the KKK youth or whatever. But KKK it was like youth. compulsory where he grew up, so it's hard to say. <laughs> so he was still a member of the compulsory. KKK. Well, I mean, you're you eight years old. What are you going to do? Listen, listen, Joe. If you're not a racist, you can't fit in. That's just how. It is. Well, here's a, something you probably won't guess. The second richest president ever. Second richest president ever. So it had to be. Okay, so is Donald Trump the richest? By far. By far. Yeah, I thought so. By a factor of six. Wow. Uh, John, yeah. John F. Kennedy. Not even close. Really? George Washington. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was very, very wealthy. How much was he worth again? If $590 million in today's money. Where did he make his money? I don't Slave trade, probably. Know. I thought he was a military general. <clears throat> That's what I thought. You can't make all your money in the army, can you? <laughs> hey, man, what? It's payday. <laughs> God. Just I, he's just taking the ransack and the loot. Have you ever been to Mount Vernon? I have not. It's amazing to be there, and you the, the bed he died in is still there, and all oh, stuff wow. still there. But it's really, really depressing because you go behind the house, and there are all these slave quarters, oh. and they're all still standing, and you see. I mean, it would be about half as big as the room we're in right now, and there would be like eight beds on that wall and eight beds on that wall. I mean, it was just really depressing. Yeah. I don't know. The rest of it was gorgeous, as long as you didn't go back by the slave quarters. Yeah, oh it's true. They don't, they don't teach us that in our, uh, in our history class in 11th grade about George Washington. No, they do not. No, you're absolutely right. I, I was trying to think of who the last president was to be a slave owner, because several of them were slave owners. But I can't remember who it would have been. Probably the last president alive during the slave owner times. The guy right before it, Lincoln, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it became illegal right at some point. So. The guy right before Lincoln. Well, that's what I was going to say. Well, probably. Well, who, was the, it was, who was after Lincoln? Uh, Jackson. Nobody knows Jackson. 15 and 17. Was Andrew Jackson? <laughs> Jackson was seven. I remember Jackson was seven. Let's no, see here. Seven, Fifteen was, was James Buchanan. Buchanan, okay. Buchanan 17, came after Lincoln. Before, 
Oh, before Lincoln was 16. And yeah. after Lincoln was Andrew Johnson. Johnson. Andrew Johnson. That was his, not his vice president. Or was that I think it was his vice president. Because he wasn't he injured too and something? Yes. Yeah, but he yeah. survived. Okay. I'm trying to get I mean, all my history. <laughs> when you look at the nut jobs that we've had as president, I mean, think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there was, the, And then there's the guy, what, uh, Tyler? That died after three weeks of being president. William Henry Harrison. Oh, William Henry Harrison. Yeah, yeah he it died is. after thirty days. Who's the guy that was so fat they had to build an Taft. entire new tub yeah. for him? <laughs> oh, Taft. He had to build a new tub in the White House because oh. he didn't fit. Oh, and I recently, <laughs> I recently was researching um, golf uh, golfer presidents, and there's a guy. I don't know if it was. I want to say Woodrow Wilson, who spent something like just six hours a day hitting range balls. <laughs> While he was president? Just the laziest president. Just only <laughs> only hit range balls. He had like a range set up next to the White House. It was just oh all golf God. all the time. And he, he couldn't break a hundred. It was just some weird obsession. <laughs> I think it was I think it was, it was he played twelve hundred rounds of golf in office. <laughs> Twelve hundred, right? Like Three hundred. That's like every day. Probably yeah. it was For every four day. Four years, right? Second was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh yeah, played he played eight hundred. Yeah. So Woodrow had him beat by fifty percent. Yeah, because I was it's looking up tough. president golfers who played a lot, and yeah, and so people make fun of Trump playing a lot. People make fun of Obama playing a lot. Yeah. But that guy That's played. What the presidents that do. guy. That was all he did was play golf. <laughs> you know, one thing I did learn is that presidents are not great athletes. Right. Well, I guess no. Gerald Ford was a, a football player. He was an offensive lineman. But you, Trump and Obama might be the two worst golfers I've mm. ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> they have no... Although, oh, we only got 20 seconds, so I'll tell you a very quick story. There's a golf course I've played a lot down in Florida called Mayaku Country Club. It's in West Palm Beach. Nice. Uh, a guy there just this week set the new record in the United States. I mean, it is a tall, tough golf course. It's not an easy golf course. But he was trying to qualify for the U.S. Amateur. Shot a 202. Oh, no. He finished his round. <laughs> he finished his round. And what he did after he started sucking is he would hit away from the hole just to add more strokes. Oh, so, so he, he was, was just trying. being a jerk. He was trying to score badly. But I guess it pissed off everybody else out there. Because, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you hit back into us. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a weird. That's a very weird statement for a guy to make who's angry at himself. Yeah, well, it really is. It absolutely is. Great to see you again, sir. As always. Thank you for having me. Tonight, Great to be here. I loved it. Uh, I love having you on, man. You're a very even keel guy. It's a good. It's good for me. <laughs> whenever I come in, whenever I do early morning radio, a lot of cities I'll go to, the the classic disc jockey yep. radio guys will be like. Um, you don't have much energy. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> That's kind of who you are. Six so. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you don't have, they say that to you. Because it's the, you know, the rock jocks, you know. Mm-hmm. But they actually say that they'll to you say, on the air. I'll, I'll sit down, I'm, they'll be like, hey, Joe. They'll be like, you know, hey, Joe. And I'll be like, hi. And they'll be like, wow, you're low energy. That's the first thing they say. <laughs> How long have I known you now? It's been several years. Five, Just bring a slide whistle six, and yeah. a whoopee cushion six, with you. <laughs> I think five years, yeah. <laughs> I have heard from other people, and I know we got to go here, but uh, I've heard from other people that you would come into the studio and they give you and a piece your energy of energy was horrible. A <laughs> piece of paper and a pencil, and they say, write down five things you want me to ask you. Yeah. What's your job? <laughs> I mean, why would I need you telling me what I should ask you? Yeah. I mean, if you want to promote something, you just promote it, right? You got openings. 
I don't think you're. I like Speaking your that, demeanor. A great listening experience podcast. Thank you so much. Great for listening bringing experience. That up. That's right. We brought it up on the show <laughs> yesterday. Thank you. And it's on uh, everywhere you can get podcasts. That's right. It's called what? A great listening experience. A great listening. Well, that's just a given. Though. I try to learn one thing each week and then uh, relay that back. A great low energy. In a energy. funny, humorous way. Great low energy <laughs> <laughs> learning situation. I love it, man. It's wonderful. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 1030 at Acme.